0: This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by ArtBase. Are you managing an art collection or an artist studio or a gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, ArtBase is the right software to manage your art business. ArtBase allows you to track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. Enter your data once, and you can use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and so much more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. So what are you waiting for? Go to ArtBase.com today to learn more. And be sure to mention ArtTactic for a 15% discount. Listening to the Art Tactic podcast, I'm your host, Adam Green. Hope everyone's doing well and staying safe. Here on the podcast, we sometimes like to take a step away from the art market and highlight a startup in the art world that we think is really innovative and has the chance to disrupt the way we do things. We recently learned about a tool called Glass, where you can instantly look up catalog resume information and the most recent auction results for an artist simply by sending a text message on WhatsApp of a picture of an artwork to Glass's phone number. We're doing so much on our phones nowadays, the process seems so easy. I wanted to have Glass's co-founder, Christian Hunt, on the podcast to explain exactly how it works and the technology behind it. But more importantly, I think most collectors don't do enough due diligence when it comes to their art acquisitions, and that includes checking before they make their purchase to make sure their work's in the artist's catalog resume, assuming one exists for the artist, and also checking recent auction results to see the artist's auction history, to study them. Maybe the actual work you're considering acquiring has been to auction, and that hasn't been disclosed to you. Glass could become a tool that really helps all of us more easily do more due diligence on our potential acquisitions. So, I hope you enjoyed the episode with Christian. Thanks so much again for listening. <laughs> Christian, thanks so much for coming on.
1: Thank you, Adam, for having me. It's indeed a pleasure. I've been listening to your podcast ever since I was a student, so it's a very honor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Well, uh, we appreciate you listening uh, and your support over the years, uh, and we're excited to have you on now as a guest. So tell us, what exactly is Glass, um, and how exactly does it work?
1: Yeah, so Glass is the name we gave to a chatbot, so think of it as or Alexa, but uh, in textual input, it works, um, it's, a, it's a catalog resume image recognition service. So, um, or you can also call it reverse image search service. Um, it works on on popular instant messengers such as WhatsApp. And it's, a, it's just like a contact in your contact list. It's very basic, you just send an image of a work in question or the reproduction of that work from the catalogue or from the screen. And within seconds you get the full catalogue resume entry along with all the information back uh, as a response. Um, And in the second message, uh, you can um, also request the most recent auction results. Um, If it was at auction or if the edition was at auction, you will see all the recent auction results in a chronological order. Um, And right now we focus on the catalogue resumes of prints. So that's mainly prints, not unique works.
0: Yeah, it's pretty incredible. You, uh, before the episode, you gave me access to it and I was just, you know, I uploaded, um, you know, a picture that I had on my phone of a work by Picasso and I just basically uploaded it into my WhatsApp conversation with Glass as if I were sending the image to a friend and uh, it spit out, um, you know, all these results and um, content regarding the work and the dimensions and um you know, its unique number in the Picasso catalog resume. Um, so I think it's, you know, it's really, uh, I think this is a really important tool, especially as the art world expands, the art market values go up, there's always the risk of fakes. And I just think it's important for collectors to do their due diligence. And so I think this is a really uh, interesting tool and allows people to check to make sure the work they're seeing, um, you know, it actually is in the catalog resume. Um, you know, it's funny, I was on the your website and there's a picture of this amazing tool that looks like, uh, you know, you're basically you're manually digitizing every page of a catalog resume, and there's this tool that seems to be aiding you in doing it. I guess, ha- how do you do that from a technological perspective, and what was that kind of robotic machine I saw on your website?
1: Yeah, that's uh, uh, so that's correct. We, we digitize everything manually. Um, so... And by by digitizing, uh, I mean not just scanning a page and saving saving it as a PDF. It's it's more we we extract each illustration of each catalog entry, make it a JPEG and rename it to the catalog number. We then transcribe all the information about that catalog entry and make it into editable text data. Um, in the third um, instance, we associate that text data with the in- image and adjust it into an image recognition engine, so that the catalog entry is indexed in our database and fully searchable, both visually as well as textually. So it's it's really it's not just scanning, but it's really like um, extracting all the and transcribing all the m- metadata, um, all the text associated to an image to a catalog entry, and then. Um putting it into a database um and we we update the catalog entry with the artwork's most recent auction results as i as I mentioned earlier but uh to your question on the robotic uh, machine so there there's basically two ways you can um uh digitize a, a, a book in that that way you can either unbind the whole book and scan each page, which is a well destructive. <laughs> way to do it Um, you can do it um, with a state-of-the-art robotic book scanning technology that we sometimes use um, which um, turns every page automatically and makes a scan from each page from an angle um, with a camera and um, that is mainly relevant for very expensive catalog resonates that the clients wish to preserve
0: and where did did your machine did you do you build it yourself or do you buy it or I'm curious just the, no, that No, we have
1: of... a We have a company that we work with which specializes in digitizing uh, rare books as well as the normal books or in bulk basically and yeah they they own this machine and they developed this machine as well
0: Got it. And I you must be passionate about being able to, you know, check Catalog Resonés, I assume that's kind of what motivated you to launch the company. Why do you think it's so important for people to be able to check artworks against Catalog Resonés?
1: Well, I mean, from a logical point of view, of course, it saves a tremendous amount of time.
0: Um,
1: I mean, not only for the obvious reasons, where obviously multiple people could work on one volume at the same time, for example, but also when, you know, let's say... um, one of our uh, users is the a, a client's house, and um, he can check right away the edition size, um, if it's correct with that in the catalog resume, or if the signature is on the wrong side or so, then he wouldn't even take that edition b- with him because, um, you know, it's fake. <laughs> so he might just say, save on all this paperwork and transfer costs. So we estimate that, you know, an auction house selling up to 500, 2,000 lots in which you would need to look into the catalog resume for due diligence. Uh, We estimate they save about 250 to 500 hours in research time or that kind of time per year. And that's obviously substantial amount of savings you can use differently. So some of our customers increase their online-only sales efforts by optimizing their margins. Um, Others initiate changes in their supply chain with empowering their valuations departments, for example. Uh, to do a first quick due diligence before sending it to that relevant department that might, you know, disqualify the work anyway, or um, you can simply, you know, spend your time more on 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 trying to get further acquisitions. So, and that is, um, you know, from that's from a micro point of view. From a macro point of view, um, I believe, you know, catalog resonates. Everyone who studies art history knows uh, the importance of it. Um, ninety and you know ninety five percent of catalogue resumes still only exist as, as books, and five percent or less even are published online. and uh, we believe by making that information readily accessible and up to date, we can unlock significant growth potential in the market um, as a catalog resume not only con- consolidates but also appreciates the market for an artist. Um, uh, so, by deconstructing a physical book into a rich cross referential database, it gives market participants a clue of the output and size of each body of, of work by an artist, um, which allows to assess if a market is undervalued or overvalued. Because for the first time, you can sort of put works into boxes. You can say, okay, sh- you know, those are all the works in public collections, those are all the works in private collections. And Those are all the works that circulate on the, on the trade or at auctions, and um, if you if you make these comparisons, you have amazing insights into 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 an artist's body of work and the context to art history, and you know how museums versus private collection co- collections collect these uh, works. And one example would be um, from you know two American artists, uh, John Michel Basquiat and Mark Rothko. Um, when, you, when you remember Basquiat made headlines recently selling works for 50 or 100 million. And if you look into the catalog resume of each of the artists, Mark Roscoe, also has a similar price value of 50 to 100. Um, you see that you know, not 80 to 90% of works from Basquiat are actually in private collections. Um, and on the contrary, you know with Roscoe, arguably arguably he has produced a bit more works, but um, it's it's the exact opposite. So it's 80 to 90% in museum collections. So You can see that, you know, you could possibly argue that Basquiat's market is a bit overvalued, while Roscoe's probably is fine. Um, And also, if you remember, another example is Damien Hirst's spot paintings, you remember the big sale um, after the, well, on the collapse of Lehman Brothers uh, when, he, when he had the single after sale at Sotheby's. Um, and people were, people were already wondering what the output is of Stabian Hurst, and he was on the peak of his career. Um, and, uh, well, people were baffled about the output uh, with all these dubious waiting lists uh, for primary works. And um, when you know, after the after that sale, as many said, the, the whole Hearst market dropped 50 percent. Um, but um, when actually when you look at well, it might be right overall, but when you only look at the spot paintings, um, the, the catalog resume of the spot paintings was published 2012. Um, alongside that major show at Gagosian where they have worldwide sh- shown all the spot paintings and um, you can see that on average the, the works you know on, at auctions uh, sold fifty six percent higher on average than before that catalogue resume was published and uh, also the total trading volume was hundred twenty five percent higher um, and more works sold as well so um you know, it might be true that the overall market of Damien Hurst was, was going down, but from, from that point of view, the catalog resume has really helped uh, Damien Hurst uh, and the spot paintings to, to mature and to appreciate. And um, I mean, from de- de- you know, by deconstructing multiple catalog, catalog resonates into a digital artifact, it is possible for the first time to also make artists' unrelated search queries. So, you know, you could, you know, by combining this in a database in a rich resource, you can actually check up, um, you know, a particular collection and see all the works from various artists in that collection. Or you could say, uh, check up um, a particular material, let's say celotex, you know, uh, and you might find obviously Rudolf Stingel using it with his uh, famous silver shiny celotex works. But you might also see uh, Richard Archwager who used that uh, material in a body of works, and that's obviously amazing for curators. So uh, we just believe that you know, um, catalog resonates are very important, or have always been really important. But in a, in a digital context, uh, they can really unlock new value, new values for, for the entire art market and the entire art industry, both institutionally as well as commercially.
0: Yeah, I really think it adds a lot of transparency and makes them more accessible. And it's interesting, catalog, I think most of our listeners have heard of the phrase catalog resume, although they're really not that accessible. I feel like they're at libraries and maybe some bookstores, but I think most people have, you know, a lot of people have never even opened up a catalog resume. So for those that haven't, I guess, can you tell us what exactly is revealed in a usual catalog resume?
1: Well, I mean, there's basically two types of catalog. Resonates um, uh, the, the catalog resonates of unique works usually shows you the artist's name, the title, the dimensions, materials used, so the basic um, physical aspects, but also um, uh, the provenance, so in which you know collections the work was, exhibition history and literature reviews that's usually the, the, two, the three things and then you have the catalog resumes of the editions in which you see the edition size the paper type the printer or any other edition sizes outside that main edition like um, artist proofs or Um and that gives you additional information about the size of the of an edition um, and uh, yeah so we also show auction results of the last six years in a chronological order that is especially helpful with prints um, as well as when you can see the various edition numbers that came up with, the, with up on the market and what they made um, so in the near future we would like to give automatic price estimates on works that are in the catalog resume but have not been at auction using similar attributes such as dimension and year of production to compare them with similar works that have been at auction and have a pricing history
0: Tell us how. So, how many artists' catalog resumes have actually been uploaded so far to Glass? And you know, who are some of those artists? Um,
1: right now, commercially available in our subscription coverage are around twenty artists. Those include Picasso, Dalí, Chagall, Miro, Warhol, Liechtenstein, Bacon, Richter, and so on. Um, so, we have a top and top-to-bottom approach, uh, and start with the, those artists that sell most and in terms of value and volume, uh, but we have scanned over 150 more artists and already digitized uh, around 60 artist catalog resonates of unique works.
0: Got it. Wow. And so at the moment, it's only, Glass is only available for auction houses. Is that right? And what are your plans to making it available to individuals or other entities in the future?
1: Yeah, it's uh, only available uh, for Auction House at the moment. Um, We are planning a commercial release for everyone interested in a subscription in the last quarter of this year when we have added more coverage. But right now, it's only for B2B customers who already own the underlying catalog resumes. Um, We see our database constituting uh, a database in its own right. So we bring together information from a range of authoritative sources, combine it, and then continuously update it based on market transactions Um, because we believe that open access to authoritative artwork data is a necessity in order to entice a new generation of individuals to engage with the art market. Um, In fact, we believe that as we can make critical and up-to-date artwork data accessible, uh, we are laying the foundation for the market's next growth phase.
0: Christian, thanks so much for coming on and chatting with us about Glass. It's a really... uh interesting and valuable tool. And we're excited to see how you continue to grow and expand. Um, if our listeners want to learn more about it, what's the website they can visit?
1: Uh, it's wwwmeet 2sart
0: Perfect. Christian, thanks so much again. We appreciate it. Thank you, Adam. Thanks so much to Artbase for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. Are you managing an art collection, an artist studio, or gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, Artbase is the right software to manage your art business. Artbase lets you track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. Enter your data just once and use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and much more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. So what are you waiting for? Go to artbase.com, that's A-R-T-B-A-S-E.com to learn more, and be sure to mention ArtTactic for a 15% discount.